Welcome to Mexico Unexplained, where we will explore the magic, the mysteries, and the miracles of Mexico. This series presents information based partly on theory and conjecture. The podcaster's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the subjects we will examine. Here is your host, Robert Bitto. Welcome and muy bienvenidos to episode number six of Mexico Unexplained, where we explore the magic the mysteries and the miracles of Mexico. I'm Robert Bitto. Today we're going to take a trip to another time and another place. The place is the steamy Mexican jungle, and the time is 683 AD, near the end of classic Maya civilization. In the middle of the jungle, we find a great city ruled by a great king, a man named Pakal, who lived to the ripe old age of 80. Under his rule, Pakal's kingdom flourished, and great monuments were built. One of these monuments was a pyramid structure called the Temple of the Inscriptions. Inside the temple would be Pakal's final resting place. Archaeologists penetrated the building for the very first time in the 1950s. What they found would astound the professional and the armchair archaeologist alike. A gigantic stone slab weighing over a ton placed on top of Pakal's tomb. On the surface of the slab, we find a curious illustration. A man in a seated position, with lots of activity below him, above him, and on either side of him. We're on the internet here, the land of false dichotomies. But this carved work of art represents a true dichotomy, in that it has been interpreted in two very distinct ways. One camp believes that this carved relief is proof of alien visitation because it shows a man in a spacecraft. The other group believes that this is an ordinary funerary illustration and there is nothing to see here besides the beauty of such a marvelously handcrafted work of art from so many centuries ago. If you are able, I encourage you to go to my website, MexicoUnexplained.com, or go to the Mexico Unexplained Facebook page to see the photos of this carving. Before we get into the arguments, let's talk a little bit about context here. Palenque, whose Maya name was Baak Lak Amcha, is a UNESCO World Heritage Site located in the eastern part of the Mexican state of Chiapas, near the present-day border with Guatemala. The city was part of the Maya civilization, which is not to be confused with the Maya Empire, which never existed. Maya civilization was a loosely connected group of city-states sharing the same cultural elements, much like the ancient Greeks. So, Palenque was an independent city-kingdom ruled by a powerful dynasty. To this day, the city is somewhat shrouded in mystery. No one knows how old Palenque really is. Its first recorded ruler is supposed to have reigned in 2325 BC, but many archaeologists regard this as a mythological king. During its heyday, between about 400 AD and its mysterious collapse around 800 AD, Palenque was home to tens of thousands of people and a powerful aristocracy. A great deal of work still needs to be done on this lost city, as only less than 10% of Palenque has been excavated. There are still well over a thousand buildings that have been identified but have not been cleared of the dense jungle overgrowth. Some may argue that Pakal's tomb is the first of many depictions of astronauts yet to be uncovered. 
For those of you who think that the age of Indiana Jones has long passed, maybe you should think about volunteering to do some work at Palenque. I have some personal experience at a Maya excavation just a little over 200 miles from our famous astronaut. I once volunteered as an archaeologist at the classic Maya site near the town of Blue Creek in northwestern Belize. I learned how to use a trowel, and I got some jungle field work under my belt. It was a brief adventure, but not one off limits to amateurs. Well, back to our astronaut. Now that we have some context, let's get into the two sides. We're going to start off with the ancient astronaut theory. This theory became popular in the 1960s and 1970s with books like Chariots of the Gods and Gods of Outer Space by the famous Eric Von Doniken and The Outer Space Connection by Alan Landsberg. Those were the main ones. There was a lot in the tabloid press at the time and in movies. There was also the occasional long-awaited TV documentary on the subject with profound-sounding foreign narration let us explore the secret forces of the pyramids. You know, like that. In recent times, the ancient astronaut theories have been revived by TV shows like Ancient Aliens. I think Ancient Aliens even did a segment once on this very carving we're talking about. As a child in the 70s with a fascination for this stuff, I bought the pulp paperbacks for 25 cents apiece when I went to garage sales with my mom on Saturday mornings. I have my original Chariots of the Gods right here, and I will read you the exact words of the author Eric von Doniken, translated from the German. The German name of the book, by the way, is Erinnerungen an dein Zukunft. If you have a copy of the English version, the 1968 Bantam paperback, you can follow along with me on the bottom of page 100. And this is von Doniken's words. In 1935, a stone relief that probably represents the god Kukumans in the Yucatan Kukulkan was found in Palenque. A genuinely unprejudiced look at this picture would make even the most die-hard skeptics stop and think. There sits a human being with the upper part of his body bent forward like a racing motorcyclist. Today any child would identify his vehicle as a rocket. It is pointed at the front, then changes to strangely grooved indentations like inlet ports, widens out and terminates at the tail in a darting flame. The crouching being himself is manipulating a number of indefinable controls and has the heel of his left foot on a kind of pedal. His clothing is appropriate, short trousers with a broad belt, a jacket with a modern Japanese opening at the neck, and closely fitting bands at arms and legs. With our knowledge of similar pictures, we should be surprised if the complicated headgear were missing. And there it is, with the usual indentations and tubes, and something like antenna on the top. Our space traveler, he is clearly depicted as one, is not only bent forward tensely, he is also looking intently at an apparatus hanging in front of his face. The astronaut's front seat is separated by struts from the rear portion of the vehicle, in which symmetrically arranged boxes, circles, points, and spirals can be seen. What does this relief have to tell us? Nothing? Is everything that anyone links up with space travel a stupid figment of the imagination? 
If the stone relief from Palenque is also rejected from the chain of proofs, one must doubt the integrity which scholars bring to the investigation of outstanding finds. After all, one is not seeing ghosts when one is analyzing actual objects. Very interesting. The opposing side bases its conclusions on years of academic research and fieldwork. To the Mayanist or professional archaeologist, we have to take the Palenque astronaut in context. The carved slab was found on a tomb, and many of the symbols and motifs are found in other parts of the Maya world in other forms of art. Yes, the scene depicts a long journey, but not to Alpha Centauri or the Andromeda Galaxy. It depicts King Pakal at the moment of his death and his transition to the underworld, the land of the dead. This would be appropriate for Coffin Lid. The overpowering element of this work of art is the world tree found throughout Mesoamerica and the rest of the Maya world. It's in the shape of a cross and symbolizes the bridge between the underworld, the heavens, and the earth. The tree's roots plunge into the underworld, giving the appearance of flames from a rocket exhaust. We see a double-headed vision serpent on the sides of the cross, which is also common in other works of art. On the top of the tree is a celestial bird, which represents the heavens. The king is seated, that's clear, but to the archaeologist it's not in the seat of some spacecraft. He's seated on the sun. To the ancient Maya, the sun made its journey across the sky, taking the dead with it to the underworld. So, Pakal is riding the sun to his new resting place. The sun here is also depicted as being half-skull. This indicates the transition to death, and again, it is seen in other funerary-related carvings in Maya land. The astronaut theorists claim that Pakal's foot is on a pedal to somehow maneuver the spacecraft. The archaeologists claim that this is just a footrest. According to the academic side of the dichotomy, Pakal's hands are in delicate positions and not on controls. Delicate hand gestures are seen in Maya art throughout the region. It's a stylistic thing and may have some sort of fashionable significance. This phenomena harkens back to Madonna's 1990 song and video Vogue. Don't worry, I'm not going to start singing. The final thing to look at on this slab is the astronaut's breathing apparatus. Mayanists will argue that this is a nose plug, a form of adornment. And if you really look at it, it isn't attached to anything. So there are no tubes. Well, there you have the two sides. Some people may say that the academics are too bogged down in what's perceived as practical explanations and may miss things. Careers may be on the line if you propose too wacky a theory. Some say that academia suffers from confirmation bias and peer pressure so that anything outside the accepted norm is discarded as rubbish and the status quo is preserved. The mainstream archaeologists have been working on the Maya for years, and it is a fascinating civilization to study, and a clearer picture emerges almost on a daily basis of this ancient people. The academics, however, have not been able to figure out what happened to the Maya. The last dated carving at Palenque was 799 AD, and soon after the city was abandoned. 
So where did they go? Perhaps they all hitched rides on rockets, and the ancient astronaut people are on to something here. Or maybe they're not. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mexico Unexplained with host Robert Bitto. For show summary, relevant links and commentary, please check out our website at mexicounexplained.com. Like us on Facebook and be a part of the conversation. Adios and hasta la vista.